Carol Ofori, yeah. East Coast Radio, Consumer Watch with Wendy Nola. Now, Consumer Watch with Wendy Nola, it's a little bit different in 2022, which I like. You get to ask Wendy any consumer-related questions. Send a voice note to 061-792-9495. Wendy, welcome to the show. How are you? Hello, Danny. I'm just fine. Good to be with you. Yeah, likewise. It's been ages. So it has. I, I see here that we have a letter from Sipe. Tell me more. Okay, so this is quite a common one. I'm going to read it exactly as it was written. I made a payment into the wrong account by mistake. I called my bank immediately. They tried calling the person but didn't get any luck. They said I must go to the police station. I went. They said I can't open a case because it's not theft. Only the bank can assist. They called the person so that he can give consent, but he claimed that the money had been reversed the same day, which it hadn't. The bank said they can't access his account i need to call the contact center to get verbal consent again is there any way i can get help with this ah mm. uh, danny my heart sinks whenever i get um an email like that which is um more common than you'd think so i call them finger trouble transfers a person either does an eft where they put in the bank account number to someone they haven't paid before and something goes wrong they transpose a number they leave a number out and the and the, the bank platform automatically adds a zero and makes it a valid account as long as that number you put in is a valid account in that at that bank it doesn't matter about any other details codes names nothing else the money will go unfortunately right. in other cases somebody clicks on the wrong beneficiary but the, the, the first scenario of the number is the usual case first of all it is theft Right. Several court cases have established that. You might remember most noticeably back in the, uh, that Walter Sisulu student, um, Sibongi, Sibong connection with that 14 million rand, which was accidentally yes. credited to her account by NSFAS. I remember uh, that. The student aid scheme, yeah. So she was found guilty of spending, well, stealing, which was uh, spending 818,000 rand of that amount. So it's definitely theft, but the problem is as the Ombud for Banking Services explained to me recently, the bank can only attempt a recall of the funds if the beneficiary agrees to it. When they don't agree, they can't take the money. They can't act as as, as the court. It can, these things can only be settled in court. And, of course, it costs such a lot of money, so most people don't go that route. Um, and you can approach the recipient directly. You need their details, and the banks, they need a subpoena to do that because they could be held in breach uh, if, if to do that without the consent of the other party who is there, also their customer. So it's all very complicated, and I feel terribly for um, Asipe because, you know, without that person's consent, and, you know, clearly they don't want to give the money back, they yeah. quite like that unintended windfall. There's nothing, you know, you could, you can you lay a charge of theft, but I mean, that's not going to, even if convicted, they're not going to, um, you need the person's details, but they're not going to, it's not going to give you your money back. So, yeah, very unfortunate. The only thing I can say is, please, 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 when you're doing an EFT, just be paranoid. Yeah. Check front, check the numbers, front ways, back ways, do it, you know. This is a time to be paranoid and obsessive. Make sure you get it right because this is what happens potentially if you don't. You don't get more paranoid than me, hey? I spend about three or four minutes double-checking everything because I'm so stingy <laughs> with my money. You know what I mean? <laughs> me too because I get these cases you know, several a month, Danny. So you can imagine how paranoid I am <laughs> when I need to make a payment. Poor super. Now, Wendy, will you stay with us? Because in 10 minutes' time, sure. hopefully we can chat again because the WhatsApp line has just gone crazy. Is that okay? No problem. 
Awesome. Remember, send your uh, WhatsApp, uh, all your consumer-related questions uh, to Wendy Nola, 061-792-9495. Now, we lost you a while ago, Wendy, and before we get into the questions, I was just saying that you look absolutely amazing. I saw a photo of you on Facebook to stay looking the way you do. <laughs> Danny, <laughs> I don't know about that. I think, um, well... I think the stress of doing the job is quite amazing, so thank you for that. <laughs> no, I mean it. You look, look amazing. Oh, thank you. It's very rewarding, but also quite stressful because I can't help the number of people that I would like. So yeah, yeah, anyway, yeah. do my best. Let's see who 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 you got next. Okay, so I see Beverly on the list there. Okay, Beverly. Right. So Beverly, is, this is quite a topical one because many people have contacted me about this. She says, as a long-standing. Discovery Vitality member object vehemently to being coerced into opening a Discovery Bank account in order to access the new Vitality Travel um, health uh, health travel portal. This is a now a new requirement. No doubt this has had a part in their achieving their target of new accounts opened. So they reached that target um, in the third week of June. One million rand, uh, one million sorry, one million accounts opened at Discovery Bank. Um, wow. So Dinesh Governor, the CEO of Vitality, um, is, is um, not uh, doesn't accept that at all. He says that's very unfair. That, to- that the number of people who opened uh, Discovery Bank accounts um, before the end of June had had very, very, very little to do with them meeting their targets. What happened was why they had to do this was I don't know if you know, but Discovery uh, Vitality members have um, had the benefit for years of discounted travel with with Kome, with Kalula, right? Yes. Particularly. And so we all know Kalula went belly up mm-hmm. um, in June. And so suddenly there wasn't a, a flat benefit for, for those, um, all those Vitality members. Yes. So what they've done is created this um, Vitality travel platform, which allows you to get uh, discount flights on all South African uh, airlines, oh, the wow. ones we have left. Yeah. Yes. The, 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 trick <laughs> the two is, of them left, yes. Yeah. So the trick is that um, the, the, they've done this because of the fact that you they need to have a secure bank a login and verification profile file in order to access Vitality Travel, and this discovery account allows you to do that. Many people were particularly upset because they thought now they're going to have to pay fees on another bank account. That is not the case. It's a fee-free account. Um, it, 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 there are higher, there are better ways to get rewards, higher rewards on other Discovery Bank accounts. But this one is created especially for people who just want to get the, the travel rewards. So that's the story. It's given rise to quite a lot of conspiracy theories, but it's a logistical thing. Actually, the benefits are better because now you don't have to stick with one airline. You have the choice of any airline. Um, that's still flying um, <laughs> to, to use those benefits. So, yeah, there's the story with Vitality Travel um, straight from the horse's mouth as in the CEO of Discovery Vitality, to, uh, Dinesh Gavda. Brilliant. Now, I think if we can, let's end off with Riona, who uh, sent a message to the WhatsApp line. Okay, let me just get that up. She says, I just want to find out about guarantee and policy. I put four tires on at IQ in twenty. 21 May. At that time, it had a two-year warranty. So my tire had a blowout last week. Mm-hmm. When I went there, they said I drove the car for over a year. And because it's now July, I must pay 950 rand for a new tire. So the policy has changed. It's now a one-year warranty. The thing is, when I bought it, it was two years. If the policy changed. Now it shouldn't affect my two-year warranty. They should have given me a new tire, correct? 
Um, based on what Riona said here, I would say so. You can't um, issue a, a warranty and then um, during, while that warranty is still in place, say, oops, sorry, now we've changed it. Um, I would have to get hold of, of, of the tyre supplier. It's a, it's a national brand and find out what happened there. So if Riona, if you want to email me and give me more details about that, which branch, et cetera, et cetera, I'll find out about that. But certainly on the face of it, it's not okay to reduce a warranty mm. by half. Um, bearing in mind, these are voluntary warranties, Danny. You, the only uh, legal one is the six-month period after you've bought something or had it delivered. That's the CPA's warranty. And you have it's the strongest one. You have your choice of a replacement, refund, or repair. Mm. But then from month seven, the, the manufacturer's warranties take over. But if you buy something on, on the understanding that it has two years warranty, as I say, it's not okay to cut that in half. So... I'll investigate if Riona wants to WhatsApp or email us some more details, please. How amazing is that? You send a WhatsApp to us at East Coast Radio and then you get helped by the best in the industry, Wendy Nola. It's all happens. You schmooze. Thank you, Danny. Oh, it's the best. <laughs> Wendy, thank you so much for your time today. Hey? Lovely to chat to you, Danny. Thanks. Likewise. Take care. Now, remember, if you have any questions for Wendy, email her on consumer at nola.co.za. Carol Alfori, weekdays 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. East Coast Radio.